0: Hello and welcome back to the Life to the Full podcast with me, your host, Dav Morse. I am here to help you make the most of your time here on earth and live life to the full. Last time we looked at financial health, what it means to be financially healthy, how it is we can have a healthy relationship with money. Today we're looking at physical health. What does it mean to be physically healthy? Why should we bother being physically healthy? All that and more in today's show. Physical health broadly falls into two categories it's what you eat and how you move. They both play a part in your physical health. How healthy you are depends on what you put in your body and how well you move your body. Oh, and there we go. That always takes me by surprise. We all know that we should eat healthily. We all know that we should avoid fatty foods, unhealthy foods, takeaways, deep fried foods. We all know that we should move more. We all know that we should be out at the gym, out running, moving our body. We all know that we should be doing it. So why is it so blimmin' hard? Why is it that we don't do what we know that we should? Turns out that actually knowledge is not a great indicator of doing stuff. So even if you know what you should do, it doesn't translate into actually doing it. So let's look today at what we should do, but more than that, how are we going to do it? I want to tell you a little story. A few years ago I went to Japan. I stayed with a family in Japan. There was three generations under one roof. I was so taken by this incredible matriarchal lady. She was responsible for looking after me. And she welcomed me in like a son. Turns out her son was the same age as me. And her granddaughter was the same age as my daughter. And I thought, this lady can't be more than 50. She's playing table tennis five times a week. She is running around doing this for this person, doing her work, doing her job, playing with her granddaughter, crawling around on the floor with this little one-year-old, and she'd kneel to put her makeup on. And I thought, this lady is incredible. She can't be more than 50. And when I found out that she was 71, I was blown away at how physically healthy she was. And I thought, I want to be like that when I'm 71. I want to be that active, that able to get on the floor and crawl and kneel and bend and get up and down. I don't want to be stuck in a chair when I'm 75, not being able to move, not being able to play. That's one of my goals that I have. I want to be able to play with my grandchildren like Mrs. Wakamats played with her granddaughter. I want to be still walking around. I want to be still playing basketball at age 75. We'll see about that. Another goal I have is I want to celebrate 80 years of being married. I only have to live to 102 for that to happen. I think I've got a shot. I think if I do the right thing, I'm in with a shot of making it to 102 to celebrate 80 years of marriage. I think it'd be so lovely to have all the family there celebrating with us, all the grandkids and the great-grandkids, and I'll be able to play with them. But I know the choices that's going to get me there start now, start today. Before we go any further with looking at what you eat and how you move, I want to flag how important it is to know yourself. Are you the kind of person who goes all in for something? And that's it, you will forsake everything else and you'll just go for it. So if you're going to go for a keto diet, you'll be like, yeah, I am all in, I'm going to do it. Or does that kind of thing intimidate you so much that you don't want to get started? Maybe you're better off just making one small change that you can stick to. One tiny little step on the path to physical health. Whichever one of those you are, it's important to make the right decisions are gonna help you make the most of your life living your life to the full so let's start with how you move like I said we know how important it is to move well to keep active so here are some things I have found helpful which I hope you will find helpful number one find something you like to do when I was a child I hated running I thought there's absolutely no point running unless there's a ball involved somewhere. And I just couldn't get on with it. I just thought this is boring, pointless. I'm not into it at all. And then I had this idea that I was going to do a triathlon. So early on in my marriage, my wife got fed up of me going on about, oh, one day I'll do a triathlon. and She said, well, just do it then. When I started doing swim, bike, and run, it all kind of made sense to me. I kind of fell in love with running, I guess. That led to a journey of 15 years to becoming an Ironman last year. Find something that you like to do. If you hate going to the gym, don't go to the gym. If you hate running, don't run. Find something that it is that you like to do. It might be table tennis. It might be basketball. It might be open water swimming, it might be lacrosse, it might be roller skating, rollerblading, skiing, whatever it is, find something that you like to do because if you like to do it, you're more likely to actually do it. If you hate it and it's a battle every time you put your trainers on, it's just not going to be sustainable for the long term. Number two, occasionally try something new and realize you're going to suck at it. When you have a kid who starts school, you have an interesting period where you're meeting a lot of people who your only thing in common is your children are in the same class at school. I was in the situation recently where my daughter and her friend decided they want to have a play date. They said, oh, mummy, daddy, can I have a play date? And we thought, okay, yeah, we'll have a family play date. So we went as a family to this other family's house. And this was the first time that I'd met this chap, the dad of this friend of my daughter's. It literally took about three minutes for him to start talking about climbing. And he is absolutely obsessed with climbing. He said after about 10 minutes, should we just go now, you and me? Well, uh, the, the girls would be fine. Leave the girls uh, with the the mums, and we'll be we can go climbing. Isn't that a great idea? And I kind of thought, uh, okay. So that was it. We went climbing, and I was rubbish. I've got no upper body strength. I, it's something that I'm aware of, and I'm working on. The idea that this guy could be so obsessed with climbing that he would just say after 10 minutes to a random stranger, let's go climbing together. thought that was wonderful. Number three, get around people who make your desired behavior normal. Tell you one thing that's not normal, training for Ironman. There's nothing normal about being in the pool on your bike and running for 10, 15, 20 hours a week but if you hang out with the right crowds it becomes normal and for me i had iron man as a big goal that it was a lifetime not a lifetime it was a a dream that i had since i came across this concept of iron man back in about 2005 i thought one day one day one day and it was what was the underlying motivation for me And that's another thing that we'll have to come to at one point. The underlying motivation that kept me swim, bike, and running for all that time. And if you hang out with triathletes who are training for Ironman, it just becomes normal. So if your normal is all your friends are just sitting on the couch, watching TV, getting fat, eating takeaway, and you think, this is this is normal. The way to change is to find some other people who will give you a new normal the other thing about physical health and living life to the full in the physical body in the physical sense is what you eat is important what you eat is important it has the three same points as how you move find something that you like When I was studying nutrition, the lady teaching me said one of the first things she said was eat the rainbow. Eat the rainbow meaning whatever colors are in the rainbow, that's what colors are on your plate. So the more colors, the better. It means you're getting a wide variety of nutrients, a wide variety of vitamins and minerals, and it's just beneficial for your overall health. So find something that you like to eat. And I don't mean McDonald's. And I don't mean takeaway pizza. I mean, find something healthy that you like. You might not like kale. Okay, skip kale for now. You might not like beetroot. Okay, skip beetroot for now. But you might find that you like carrots or tomatoes. You might hate tomatoes. You might find that you like radishes. Whatever it is, start eating a variety of foods and start eating foods that you actually like. But number two as well, try something new occasionally. The benefits of trying new foods are not just physical, but they're psychological as well. Trying new things gives us a special firing in our brain, which we desire the opposite of routine, spontaneity. Our bodies desire spontaneity. So find something that your body's not used to and give it a try. And then get around people whose normal is what you want to be like. As an 18 year old leaving home, I did not know how to cook. The only thing that I could cook was pasta and sauce. And when I met my wife, she used to bring her own broccoli round to my house when I was cooking for her because she knew that she wouldn't get any green stuff with me. And this intrigued me for a long time. And a long time, I resisted letting her cook and make food for me because I thought, oh, I don't want any of that adventurous stuff. Salmon? Oh, not sure about that. Especially not in the oven. And yet, spending time with her made eating a variety of healthy foods the norm. I was one of the only one of my friends who got married around the same time as me who actually lost weight when he got married. I am considerably lighter and trimmer now than I was when I got married. Most people put on weight when they get married but that interaction, that making it normal of healthy lifestyle, healthy eating that my wife's instilled is reaping the benefits Make it normal. So, how are we going to do these things? Three things again. Develop discipline. Discipline trumps motivation every time. If you only work out when you're motivated, if you're only eating healthily when you're motivated, you're not going to be very fit. You're not going to be very healthy because motivation is such a fickle friend. Discipline is better. Discipline yourself to know, right, this is is what I'm going to do. In this situation, I am not going to order three courses. I'm just going to have two courses if I go out for dinner. Discipline is knowing the rules and making sure they happen. And developing discipline is so, so important, not just for your physical health, your financial health, your relational health, your mental health, and your spiritual health. It's just a key component of all parts of life. Secondly, routine is key. I'd go as far as to say routine trumps discipline. When we say we're not disciplined enough to get up every morning to go for a run, we're not disciplined enough to say no to that extra piece of cake. We're not disciplined enough to live the way that we want to. Routine. Is the key. If you have a routine where every Monday you go for a run, every Wednesday you go to the gym, every Friday you go for a swim, that's it, that's the routine. You don't have to think about it, you don't have to motivate yourself, you don't have to discipline yourself. It is just part of the routine, it is part of the normal working week. Stick to a plan by making it routine. And then finally, have manageable goals. When I got married, I had this idea that I was going to do a triathlon. And that soon became, I'm going to do an Ironman. But that didn't happen immediately. That happened many, many years later. The manageable goals were, I'll just do a sprint triathlon. And it may be the manageable goal is, I'm just going to get up on Saturday and go for a five-minute run. Or a one minute run. Or I'm just going to get out of bed and do one push-up. I'm a big fan of getting out of bed and doing one push-up. Because when you're there, it's silly not to do 10. Or 20. Because you're already on the floor. Just that goal of doing one is often enough to get us on the right path. So there we have it. Physical health. It's what we eat, it's how we move. Develop discipline, get a routine, set yourself manageable goals, eat the rainbow, and find something that you like to do. Because you've only got one life, you want to live it to the full. You've only got one shot at your life on earth. Make it a good one. Live life to the full. Let's just say thank you to our sponsors, We all need a little bit of extra help sometimes. Maybe we need someone to show us how to build a website or a personal trainer to keep us accountable when we're trying to keep fit. Sometimes we might just need a bit of guidance, instruction, motivation and accountability when it comes to mathematics. If you or anyone you know needs any help with mathematics, I'm here to help. I've been teaching, guiding, encouraging and educating students since 2005. Head over to davidmorse.com for more details. Thanks for joining me for this episode on physical health. Don't forget to go back and listen to the episode on financial health if you haven't done so already, and look out for the next one, which will be on mental health. Looking forward to that one. Thanks for listening. Peace out.